Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Hopeful Romantical Podcast, where we talk all things self-love, psychology, theology, entrepreneurship, love, happiness, joy, patience, self-control, peace, everything, everything. I throw up that East. We back, y'all. We back. We back. I love being in the studio. I'm just cooking up new stuff. Y'all, this is how artists be when they have like a new track coming. They say, yeah, man, I just been in the studio every day. Like I don't sleep, eat, or I barely even see my family. But you wouldn't see that girl knowing that she's not your wife. Get up out of here. Getting on my nerves. No, I'm just joking, y'all. But um, how are you guys? How are you guys? I've been feeling very good. Um... Today, we're going to just go into some depths into my heart and allow my heart to kind of go where it wants to go. And we're going to go with the flow. And if you can't sit and hang with the big boys, go ahead and go get your toys and go to daycare because this is not for that. This is for inner healing, self-love. You're going to love yourself after this podcast. I promise you that. You're going to love God more after this podcast. I promise you that. The loving other people part, we still got to figure that out. Cause see, I'm at that. See, I'm not gonna lie. In my journey, y'all, I I love myself. I think I'm amazing. I think I'm loving me. But then it's like when people start to get on my nerves, I start to say, "Wait, God, like, I don't know about you." Say, "Love your neighbor as yourself." I want to punch my neighbor, and I want to drive off in my Bugatti <laughs> with my Bible in the passenger seat. So, God, I I can love you, okay? Period. I can love me, okay? We worked on that. The loving other people it's like that's the part where it goes like because sometimes people make me want to just put you in like a bobble head and step on it (laughs) is that crazy if i said (laughs) i just be out here saying you know it's hard out here for a pimp when you're trying to get this money for the rent, all that Cadillac and gas money spent, it causes me to love my Lord, not my sin. Period. Okay. Today's topic is insecurity. Insecurity and or inner security. There has been a talk in this one kingdom we will call this kingdom the kingdom of plethora in the kingdom of plethora there is these guards there is this king and this king is in a battle right with a with a neighboring country so as this king is in a battle of the neighboring country the, the neighboring country knows that they're defeated by the king's kingdom, right? He knows it's defeated already. But what the king does is, the, what the neighboring king does is, he releases these fleas. And these are not just no ordinary fleas. These are fleas that when they bite you, they make you, they turn your mind against you, Right? And so after these kings have had some back and forth, right, this, the other king, the neighboring king, he decides that he would get the the guards to 
get as many of these fleas from all over the world and put them all in like a box, right? Put them all in a box. And so whenever it's time for war, the the king king the, the big king he's like yeah we got this down in the bag like yeah nothing can stop us like yeah it's, it's it's nothing it's nothing it's nothing it was nothing for the king you know i am the generous king ask miss ellen um and so as the king thought that it was just all in the bag he said yeah we could do what we do yeah and then you know the the knights the guards the girls the boys they ready javelin check Arrows, check. Sword, check. Knife, check. Sushi, check. You know, the sushi, you know, and the the kingdom of plethora. Why would we just sit around looking crazy? And so as, as this king is preparing for battle, he is checking up on his knights he's saying how are you feeling today how are you doing how are you mentally right and then the knight is like i'm ready to take on the world i could i could like i could kill anything any day any beat kobe Kyrie, any k pick a k <laughs> okay wait i love filming the podcast like i feel like i'm performing <laughs> and so the so the king checks up on his head knight right so his head knight is he, it's not that he's feeling down. He's, he's actually very eager. He's very confident in himself. He is, he is, um, what is the word called? He's very confident. He loves himself. He's, he's that, you know, period. And so, as, so, so normally the king only checks on the, 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 the lead chief knight, because the chief knight is is a representation of all the other people that are going to fight. So he really just, the king really just checks. Because, you know, when you're the king, you don't really go check in with everybody. You just check in with who you check in with, right? And so in the kingdom of Plethora, let's call the king, King Galactin, Galacticus. King Galacticus tells the knight, like, I'm proud of you. You got this. Because, you know, when you're a king, you're not going to gonna sit on the throne while the knights go knight, right? So as the knights go and knight, the neighboring country realizes that there is not enough fleas for the whole entire army. Because King Galacticus, his army is like an army. Like, you ever seen the barbs? Like, imagine the barbs versus that one person that does music in your neighborhood and the only person that listens to his music is his three little cousins, his neighbor that he smokes with every day, and that one girl that go to your school that swears all she listens to is underground music versus the barbs. That's kind of how the King King Galacticus versus King Primitin, right? Primitin versus Galacticus. So what they didn't realize, though, is that the King... Primitus had a very special plan. And I want y'all to know all of this will make sense in a little bit. King Primitus had a very special plan to to win this war. And he never he didn't think it was going to work because he felt like he didn't have enough fleas to interrupt how these people think thought. Right. So it's time for war. Right. So. As they are setting up for war and as the people are going up to fight against each other. Right. The king knew that he was outnumbered. King Primitus knew he was outnumbered, right? 
But after King Primitin realized that he was outnumbered, he gave his special head knight a special mission. He created a diversion. So in the, in, they started to fight, right? Fight. The girls are fighting. A Vogolf. <laughs> so as they're fighting, uh-oh, make me get up and beat you up too. As they're fighting, right, the King Galacticus, his army is winning like crazy. But this head knight is head first on the field, right? It's head first. It's head first. It's head first. And so the head knight gets stabbed by King Primitin's head guard. And on this knife is the venom from the fleas. And so let's just say 10,000 people were killed for King Galactic, for, for King Primitin. Like almost half his army was wiped out, right? Ten months later, King Primitin took the crown off of King Galacticus' head because even though the enemy or King Primitin had less people, since the venom got to the lead master of the um of the army. Everything connected to him was infected and they became super out of their mind. They became super deprecating. They became super infected in their mind. So they really just were killing themselves in a sense. Like they didn't even see themselves as knights, as king ambassadors anymore. So King Primitin kind of like outsmarted King Galacticus in a sense, right? And so... I say all of this to say that your insecurity infects everyone you're around, right? Everybody connected to you, and it gives you less confidence to protect your kingdom. And now I'm about to make it personal because I, I don't know why I just wanted to tell that story. Like, I, I just thought it was cool to come up with that story on the spot. But for me in my life, I, knew I, I, know, I'm, I, know, I'm, I know I'm destined for great, big things. I think we all are. But we all have this mindset of not only am I not good enough, but why would I ever do anything good? Why could, how could I ever be great at something? I see all of these celebrities, see all of these superstars. I see all of these entrepreneurs, business 5,500, business 10,100, and not even success just in that way. I see the people with a successful family because, you know, we all define success in different ways. But insecurity will tell you, I see what you're doing, but I don't think that applies to me. I am too basic and common to ever go out there and really do what I want to do with my life. Insecurity really robs you of the luxury of all the things that are connected to who you are. And I would be lying if I didn't say that I didn't ever go through insecurity or that I don't feel insecure on some days. It's like sometimes... I feel like the king's head priest, 
guard and he got infected with a little bit of insecurity and then he realizes that when he's infected then everything connected to him is infected and you end up losing or passing off the baton of what you are meant to do because you allowed insecurity to infect you but I am at this point in my life where it's like I got infected and I got bit and I got stabbed and the arrows pierced me and the and the bacteria started to spread from the flea. But now I'm like I have an antivenom to the flea tick bite. I'm not finna sit up here and let you trick me out of my mind and tell me that I'm not who I am that I can't do these things. So now every time I'm in my mind and every time I see myself painting this picture of anything less than the king's head chief guard, I say, wait, what's going on? Because the minute I allow myself to see myself less than the king chief guard then i give the neighboring country more power to annihilate me or to steal from me like i don't even have to kill you but i'm gonna just take the things away from you that i need because the venom can't kill you but it can make you shrink who you are and make you less than who you are when i used to watch matilda i love this when i was watching matilda i used to say why is the dad so insecure that he projects his internal world onto Matilda? He, I remember he told Matilda once, I'm big, you're small. I'm smart, you're dumb. I'm old, you're young. And he thought he ate that. And Matilda was looking like, yeah, but I'm four years old and I see you with the car fraud. Ugly. That's what I would have said. And I used to always feel so bad for Matilda because I remember at one point in my life, I felt like that where I would take, where I would allow the infection of other people be poured into the pores of my skin and allow insecurity to create a mask, clay mask, like a clay skincare mask all around my face. And I would wear that mask every day of insecurity of like, let me just be false humble. Let me not be who I am. Let me not show up bright. Let me not show up as who I am. Let me not be who I am. Let me not show my personality. Let me act like everybody else in the room. Sometimes insecurity will sneak on you and do that. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect in it even now, but at least I'm aware. I think everything that we are working on comes with a level of self-awareness where it's like, it's not that you become confident overnight. It's just that at least you recognize that you are insecure in some area of your life. And as you become more aware of where that insecurity is, then now whenever you are focusing and trying to be better, you have more precision on where to hit these deficiencies in your life. And don't make yourself this like ongoing project where it's like I'm constantly working on myself. Like, no, like, you know, some things you allow the weaknesses to make you who you are, but don't allow that weakness to become who you are in a sense of the totality of who you are as a person. Like, like if you think about it, like, what's a good example? Whenever someone would get touched and then they turn into the whole thing. You ever seen like the mask 
where the man put the mask on and then the mask took over his whole body and he turned green. I think that's what happened. Let's just play pretend that that is what happens. With insecurity, you can't let that happen. You got to fight it off. You got to say, wait, this is not who I am, though. Like, every room I show up in, I'm not going to act like I'm not who I am. Every room I go, everybody I talk to, I'm not going to act like who I, I'm not who I am. In my life, it's just been so many instances where I just will feel the need to shrink or to not show up boldly and proud and loving myself. And I realized that I have to do that at home first. I have to I have to find an inner security in who I am where it's like even though the bacteria is spreading, even though the arrows are coming, even though hate is coming, even though people are spewing their hearts onto me, even though people are projecting what they think I should do onto me. I'm going to still be so firm in who I am that I'm going to say, yeah, girl, I see you, girl, but your breath stinks. And just because your breath stinks, that doesn't mean my breath has to stink. Just because I say you don't brush your teeth, that doesn't mean I don't brush my teeth. Just because I say you don't read books and you ain't trying to break the generational curse, that doesn't mean I don't want to break the generational curse now. I'm trying to think back to times where I felt deeply insecure. It's definitely been times. I'm just trying to see, like, how do I, how do I word it? in a way where it makes sense. It's been it's been a lot of times in my life where I felt insecure. I mean, there's times throughout the day where you try to do something. For example, I created these digital affirmation wallpapers. And 2 months ago, 3 months ago, someone was some one of my friends/mentors told me they were like you should start doing like digital products or you should try something new you know try something new like step into your entrepreneurial mindset in my mind i said what why would i do that like i felt so inadequate to the point to where i was like insecurity makes you feel like there is no way possible of you ever doing something two days ago i released though i released my first ever digital product and I'm not even saying that from a place of like, oh my gosh, like look at me. But it's more so like, it's crazy that you can literally go from feeling like this could never be a part of my world ever in general to, oh, okay, I can kind of do this. Then you go to, oh, I actually did it. So now what? And so imagine how many times you told yourself like, oh, I can't do this or, oh, I'm not capable of doing this. But then you eventually do it and you say, I thought it was going to be harder than this. Like, not saying that it's not going to be hard, but when you realize that it's like insecurity, it's like a it's like a blinding spot for your for your mind, and you really have to go to God and say, "Wait, God, you got to show me what else is there?" Because there's more. There, I know there's more. I know all of y'all probably feel that too. Like deep down in your body, like there is more to me to be doing. Not saying that nothing is wrong with college, because nothing is wrong with college, and I love college, and 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 I feel like I'm going to go to college, but I'm going to go to college as a as a not as a like obligation, but because I want to go. I don't want to go because my nobody's forcing me to go. But I know there's a lot of people that watch this podcast and, and they think to themselves like, I know that there's so much more for me to do. But if I'm being honest, I just feel insecure. And I'm going to be honest, I feel insecure a lot of the times when it's time for me to start new projects or when it's time for me to do something different or even when it's time for me to, to, to chart in new territory, new areas of my life. Like it's like I'm good at doing skincare and stuff. But what happens when my car, what happens if something happens to my car? Me and my friend, we were downstairs like working on my car, right? And he was helping me put my Tim Tac 
whatever it is, a license plate. I don't even be knowing y'all. I'm gonna be honest, y'all. If like, whenever something happens to my car, I'm gonna say, God, come fix my car. Amen. I'm gonna just lift up. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just throw my hands. Lift up your soul. Be praise the Lord. I'ma just throw up my soul. Cause I'ma just say, God, you know I'm not a work of no hubcap. What's a hubcap? God, what is a hubcap? You want me to change a tire? And everybody said, go mute. And anytime I like start to realize, like, oh, there's because there's so much more to learn, but I think that the reason why a lot of people get stuck in pride as if they've learned everything already is because it it's so belittling to know that it's not that you don't think that you know everything. It's not that. It's more so that you want to be confident in what you know. And and when you're not in a flow of what you know, it's like scary to like think that like there is so much more out there for you and so much more to learn about these things that you kind of say to yourself, like, I know there's a lot of all of this stuff to do, but it's like, it's, it's, it's just going to be a lot of stuff out there to do. I don't know if it's for me though. So it's so much easier to say, I just seen Beyonce release Serade. I don't know how to say the name of the brand. I just seen Dolly Parton release Jolene, 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 Jolene. I just seen, who else is there famous? This famous person write a book. I just seen Angela Bassett did the thing. But you would say to yourself, I could never win a Grammy. I could never win an Oscar. I could never build a business. I could never. And you keep saying to yourself that. Little do you know, you are infected by the flea, the flea's venom that came that came from the opposing side of the basketball court when it comes to believing in yourself that is what i mean by inner security by holding on to this pamphlet of identity and rooting yourself so far deep into who you are that even whenever the insecurity comes, you don't allow it to knock you off your square. Man, because even when you do start to build and you start to do all of these things and you start to realize like, oh, okay, I can be successful in this area. Or, oh, okay, I, I can't escape poverty. Or I, I can be the first person in my family to have their own apartment at 19. Or I can be the first person to... to venture off and do this new this, this new business venture and really go to college and get my degree and really be successful in boxing and being an animator a graphic designer and i don't have to sell drugs and i don't have to do it the way that i've seen it done in my life you still every day have to fight because you have to realize that since that opposing side is not bigger or stronger than than where you are placed at it has to get very crafty in the way that it moves. So then you like, okay, I'm doing so good in a lot of these areas of my life. I feel confident. I feel like I'm doing good. But then you get a call from a friend that used to support you every day, but they call you with some drama and some mess. Now your mind is infected. 
now you feel insecure. You got people bringing up the past. You got people reminding you of everything that's going wrong. You got all of these things happening, all of these things happening in your life. And you're just like, bruh, I'm just trying to win the war. I'm just trying to do what I'm here to do. I'm just trying to do and be all that God called me to be. I'm just trying to do what I need to do and do it how I do it. No matter if you agree with me or no matter if you don't like me, no matter what it, what it is, you just have to realize that you got to have inner security. And that inner security comes with the repetition of not only knowing who you are, but being able to stand firm in that every day. And as someone that's 19 years old right now, I don't always have this figured out. But I do always eventually come back to the center power in my heart. I come back to this kingdom if you know what I'm, if you're picking up what I'm putting down, I, I, I'm gonna give you a gold star because you already probably seen where I was headed. But if you know, if you if you, especially, have this this centerfold of who you are, you won't allow the insecurity, the outer judgment, the inadequacy to stop you from prevailing and go and do all you need to do. When you're that girl, you wake up. You say your affirmations, you read that word, you go get that iced coffee, and you say, wait, let me crack my neck, crack. When you're that boy, you wake up, put on an eight-in-one skincare routine, slap on some deodorant, because you ain't going to shower in the morning. You know how y'all be dirty. Not all of y'all, but some of y'all. And you say, let me crack my neck, because I'm, I'm about to do this e-commerce. I'm about to do the stock market, because I have a queen at the end of the day that I need to take care of. I think that's what y'all do. When you're that girl, you say, wait, I got to wait because it ain't only going to be on just him. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I am gotta, I got to get in the gym with it and, and get that BBL booty, booty, booty Olympics. Because, you know, I, I always talk about this, but girls, y'all go to the gym every day doing the booty Olympics. Girl, if you don't get up and go work out them biceps and if you don't go work out them back muscles, girl, you don't need a big booty, plump booty, 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 plump booty, BBL booty. You don't need that, girl. Uh, you know you sexy. Uh, don't call, just text you. <laughs> but um, I'm just here to tell y'all like you got it. It's go time. I feel like every podcast is is has been about positive thinking and and finding your inner confidence because it's really that's really what it's about at the end of the day. If I'm here on here just talking about how good I am at stuff, that's defeating the purpose. I got to tell you, get your behind up. Put your hands to something. After you get in that word, don't just stay in the word and just live in the word and just circle around saying, oh, my gosh, God, circle, 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 circle. I did that for a bit. I ain't going to lie, y'all. I had got to a season where I said, wait, I'm going to get in this word. I'm going to stay in here because a blessing is not going to just fall out of the sky. But it's going to fall right in my house. I said a million dollars are going to I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think $10 million is going to just show up right at my door. I've been in the word too long today for it not to show up. And then God would say, you understand the word. Are you doing the word? I gave you the key to go through the door, but you never picked up the key and turned it and walked through the door. You just know where the key at. The Bible is the key. But now you got to go pick up that key 
and that word, and you got to know where to put that word at and turn and twist the knob to go get the venom, the anecdote to the venom, and dunk that dunk yourself in the in in the anecdote. The anecdote is the word. If you didn't know what I was trying to say, and so then you put on your crown and you sit in your apartment, and most people will look at my apartment and say, "Oh my gosh, it's unfurnished. It's not this. It's not that." But in my mind, because I'm not infected. <laughs> I'm sitting I am the generous king Ask Miss Ellen Thank you guys for watching Hope Romantic Podcast Inner security versus insecurity All I can tell you is Get I don't even know Get security um, Cyber security I love you guys so much Thank you guys for watching